everyone, it's Kia. Do you ever feel like the classic 9 to 5 office job working for someone else just isn't quite right for you? Well, there are lots of other options out there. Self-employment can be a really empowering option and it's getting more and more accessible. But you do need to wear many hats. As well as your main hustle, you have to be the HR department, finance, marketing, sales and digital teams. I'm chatting with Georgina Merkel about the opportunities self-employment has given her, as well as the financial stuff you need to keep in mind when you're working for yourself. Georgina is 27, she's the founder of Topa, a small business and non-profit consultancy. She's also won a Young Freelancer of the Year award in 2022, so she's definitely the right person to be speaking to. So Georgina, can you start by talking us through your self-employment journey because we want to know how that's looked like for you so I, I it came out of university I did a master's and I just got an admin job working for somebody else and I started that and it was a couple of weeks before the pandemic actually I decided to make some extra money online I like googled how can you make more money online <laughs> and like virtual assistant came up and I was like I can do that I'm doing HR admin and I joined a freelancing platform and so I just put myself online got some clients started doing the work and then we went into lockdown and I just went from being in the office to working from home so I could do like eight till four my job and then four till eight my self-employed stuff it really grew from there so by six months in I decided to to do part-time work so I cut my hours down to three days a week and did my freelancing work two days a week and the weekends and the evenings and then eventually about nine months after I started in the March I went fully self-employed and my business just evolved I moved away from admin into sort of consulting and operations and then it's just grown from there really. So Georgina what are some of the things that you love when it comes to being self-employed? The freedom that self-employment gives you is out of this world, right? So I pretty much work from my sofa with my dogs every day. I take random walks in the middle of the day. I get to choose who I work with and when. You know, there was like last week, there was one day where I worked from 5pm to 11pm. I did all day cleaning. There's just so much you can do. And I've worked with clients that just don't really vibe. And at some point you can just say, this is not going to work for me. And then you can just move on and find clients that serve you better. And tomorrow I could be like, I don't like the direction of my business, so I'm going to start marketing myself somewhere else. But you can you can do everything all in one job. And that's the best bit. I think it's, it's the right choice for me and for so many people out there. We just don't get the exposure to being why you should be self-employed or why you can be self-employed because there's a, a whole world of self-employment and community and people who are literally targeting the same audiences, but we're so different. I have so many friends who do similar things, but... One client might not be for me or for my friend, but they'll vibe with someone else we know and there's no competition. So I just really love being in like that freelancer community and really just setting my own life and my own plans and there's no there's no restrictions. You're selling it to me and I'm already there. <laughs> it sounds amazing. It sounds it sounds great. I mean, having a sofa office, being able to do all that work when you yeah. want. I mean, I call it the soft office. Yeah. That's basically where I work all the time. It's not good for your back though. Yeah. Like I do have a desk. I do try and like do the whole standing <laughs> sitting desk situation. But most of the time I'm just sat on the sofa with the dogs, with a blanket, work from my laptop. I work in the car. You know, I travel and I'll just be sat on my laptop in a service station typing drinking starbucks and filming myself for reels <laughs> sounds like a dream where do i sign up you've already you've already sold me i'm gonna sign the dotted line now and join the self-employment route <laughs>
self-employment is such a big leap, especially the way that you did it. You did it a really smart way, you know, having your nine to five and, you know, then your five to nine, as people (laughs) call it, you know, working on your side hustle effectively until it became your main hustle. But what was it that gave you that confidence to say, I'm going to leave my secure nine to five and actually take the plunge and the leap into my side hustle, make my main? Oh, it took me such a long time and I, I could have done it a lot sooner if I'd had the confidence to do it. But it got to the point where I just couldn't juggle both. And I was like reaching the point of burnout and I was just working all the time. And at some point I knew that I had to change. So it took a lot longer than I would have wanted it to. If I could go back in time now, maybe I'd have left after six months. But what was great is I started building clients and my job. So I started matching my salary. And by the time I could match my take home monthly, I decided that was probably the right time to leave because I wasn't going to take this big drop in income. Of course. Um, I was just going to go like straight into the same salary, but on my terms. And then I could just take it from there and see what happens after that. But it took a lot of guts in the end, really, to get there because I was... I, I didn't know anyone self-employed. I just did it. Like a lot of the people I'm around are all employed people with like secure jobs. And they didn't know what to say either. Like I kept saying... I think I'm going to leave my job. And they're like, whoa, you're making that decision. <laughs> That's a bit scary, isn't it? You've got this job. And and by that time, I'd fallen out of love with it because I fell in love with working for myself. I just couldn't do both. So at some point, I had to give. And I'm so glad I did. Like The pandemic definitely was the reason why that took off because everyone, all my clients needed virtual support, didn't care whether you were in an office or at home, on your sofa, wherever you were, but were just ready and so it just like really was all those right things at the right place at the right time that's amazing that it's all just falling into place and i mean your journey is a testament to everything so that is amazing now we're going to move on to more the money side so the financial side of things so when it comes to self-employment i've been self-employed i am self-employed right now and i myself know how finances can take you aback and you know especially when you've come from something so stable as a nine to five to being self-employed there are things that can change your finances and some things that may take you by surprise so what when it comes to the financial side of being self-employed took you by surprise i didn't um have any kind of insight into what i needed to do i had no plans i didn't take any advice I just went self-employed and that included the financial aspect. So I knew about tax. I knew I'd have to pay it a different way to how I'd been doing it in a payslip. But I just thought, oh, well, that happens in January and I'll work it out then. And then I did get an accountant who I just didn't educate myself well enough on who the right person to work with and like to get the right advice. And I never even asked how much he cost until... I got the bill at the end and you know he was like four times the price of my current accountant oh my gosh and I was shocked I was shocked at how much tax I had to pay and I didn't know I had to pay like a year and a half basically of tax you have to pay payments on account and I didn't know about that even though I think I did in the back of my head and I just hadn't thought about it or prepared but then there's like so much more there's income protection and your pension like I paid into a pension when I had a job but I never realised you had to do that as a self-employed person. I never thought about like what happens if I get called for jury duty tomorrow or have an accident or what if my business closes? Like, what am I going to do? And so I had not made any of those plans. Now I'm so grateful I have got those things in place, but I just didn't, I didn't read enough. It was like a year in and suddenly I started realised I had to like learn this stuff quickly. I think a lot of people share the same 
story as you do i know i definitely do you know you kind of jump into self-employment and it's great you get to be your own boss you get to do the things that you want to do in your own time and then the financial side comes you're like wow because i know for me income protection was again something i didn't have i wasn't fully aware of when i first started my journey also having like an emergency fund yes for your business was something that i hadn't factored in until i'd got to a point where i'm like I should really have a pot of money just sitting there in case I need to cover things, in case yeah. things, you know, as you know, income comes in ebbs and flows. Some months are great, some other months are just lower. And those are things that I had to learn on the go. And it's only because I have an accountant and I have all of that, you know. But if you don't know, there's all things that you just, you'd never know to consider until you're in that situation. That's typically too late. So Georgina, knowing what you know about your journey, what do you wish that you would have known or would have done differently slash again recommended to others who were about to embark on their self-employment journey i think get really good advice i mean like it's never too early to get an accountant first of all like they know what they're doing they are experts you know now i have an amazing small business accountant who works with people just like me and so you get proper advice about your taxes what you can claim whether you should be a limited company or a sole trader what you should be paying into like I didn't know that if you've got a limited company they can pay your pension on your behalf but if you're a sole trader you pay it yourself so there's like a tax difference there and if you get that good advice and also get the fees up front so you know on budget ahead of time that will really help like I wish now if I could go back in time I had like a checklist of things to do from day one things to do from like six months in and you know, I'm a, a now member of Ipsy and they have a, a package where you get jury service cover and income protection. There's some life assurance and contract dispute cover. And like those things come together. You don't have to think about them separately. So if you get the proper advice and you look at what your options are, clearly you can make those decisions well in advance and be prepared for them. I completely agree with the advice that you've given. I think it's so key. What would you say then to someone who's on the fence about becoming self-employed because it is a big jump. You and I have both done it and I'm sure we can both agree that it is a big leap. It's one that I'm happy that I've done. However, I do understand it is a big change. So what would you say to someone who is on the fence about that? I think if you're thinking about it, it's probably the right decision for you. If you're you're on the fence, start taking it seriously and start thinking about it. I would... Start doing both your paid job and the self-employment thing at the same time to build up that income. Because once it's like a momentum thing, once you start getting clients or bringing in money, it, it carries on from there. So it's really simple to keep doing it. But personally, I would do it. The freedom I get from being self-employed is just way above anything else in terms of any of the benefits I could get. I wouldn't change it for the world. And I think if you're thinking about it, you're probably on the path already there. I love that. I think, yeah, like you said, if, if, if it's really in your mind, it's probably something that you yeah. you do want to do. So, Georgina, let's talk about pensions. Okay. So, in episode three of A Little Bit Richer, we cover the importance of having a pension when you're in a workplace. But when you're self-employed, we know that workplace pensions don't actually apply here. Just a little summary to our listeners. A pension is a pot that you contribute to that will essentially fund your lifestyle once you reach retirement age. There are many benefits to contributing to a pension, especially from a younger age, as you're able to benefit from government top-ups and certain tax exemptions. But a question I want to ask you, Georgina, is how can someone who's self-employed go about setting up a pension and why is it so important to have one? 
it's important because at some point you're not going to want to work anymore or at least the level that you're doing right now. So you have to be able to pay for your life. So you need to start doing that. And the earlier you do it, the better it is. You know, about a year into my self-employed journey, I just set up a pension using an app and started paying like £2 a week into it. And in my head, I was like, I've ticked the box of setting up the pension and I'm going to come back to it in three months time and work out what I should be putting in there. And that step for me was really helpful because I'd done like the admin bit and I'd got over that hump. Then I started working out what actually I need to save between now and like 50 or 60, whenever I want to step away from my business, what am I going to need to live on to make the same money I can make now? So it's really important that you just that you start thinking about it. The earlier, the better. Even though you contributed £2 a week, it's the action of starting it. Yeah. That is what's going to trigger you to, at some point, sit down with it and say, actually, like you said, how much do I need to have in there? What am I trying to, what pot amount am I trying to get to? And then work backwards to start actually putting money into there. So you, we mentioned how it's important, but how can someone actually start? like actually saving into a pension like how did you do it for example so i literally googled self-employed pensions and there are like loads of options out there i just signed up with an app where i put my details in you do the admin bit and then you just set up a, like a regular amount or a lump sum it's up to you and i think that's so key as somebody self-employed being able to control how much you put in you know being being in control of that is what you need so yes. i completely agree with you on that I want to round off the episode as we always do, Georgina. And I'm going to ask you, what are your three tips to help our listeners get a little bit richer? So if you're thinking about self-employment, start now, start earning money or building that momentum. It's hard work, but it will pay off in the long run because then the drop or the change will be less dramatic. Start the pension early, like day one. You you can do if you're employed, right? You can just set up a, a private pension. There's nothing stopping you. And I think the the third thing is like look into what packages are available. Can you get like a group insurance that'll cover multiple things because it's better for you in the long run? Like work out what the best options are, but get started sooner rather than later. The earlier you start sacrificing that income, you'll be better off in the long run, and it will all just flow. Thank you so much, Georgina. You've shared so many amazing insights and gems for us on this episode that it has made self-employment not seem as daunting for anyone who wants to get into it. So thank you so much for joining us. It's been great to hear Georgina talk about her experiences of self-employment. Next week, we're continuing the conversation about the different career journeys that are out there with a look at the freedom your finances can give you. Want to retire early? Travel? Work part-time? Take a listen to hear what might be possible. In the meantime, be sure to follow the podcast and tell your friends. Bye.